<laughs> Welcome to the geek to geek podcast. I am Beej and I am here solo today. Void is still gone. He will hopefully be back soon. Uh, we just had some stuff come up where we did not get to get together like we had hoped. And this week I'm going to be doing this solo, but I didn't want you guys to really not have anything in the feed. So we've been having a lot of discussions online about last week's Nintendo Direct, and I wanted to kind of go over some of that and really give you my impressions on it, and really why the Switch is set to be one of the best consoles that Nintendo has probably ever put out. The main thing they introduced during the Nintendo Direct was Fire Emblem, and we've been waiting on this Fire Emblem, and I haven't been a player of this series like ever. I've only ever played the mobile version, but Void is a huge fan of this, and from everything that I've read, it's kind of leaning in on the RPG elements more so than just the uh, strategy RPG part of it, so we will see how that goes. I'm honestly less tickled about it now than I was before, and that's probably because it seems so serious, and right now, I'm just not personally in that mood, although I am like 90% certain that when this comes out, I'll end up grabbing it just so I can enter into that conversation with all of you guys, because I know there are some Fire Emblem fanatics out there, and this may be a good jumping in point for us who have never played it before, because they do seem to be changing things up enough where we are going to be able to really just see where they're going with the series without having to have any of the back, the, uh, the backstory and other stuff. Other than that, really the big thing that came for me this week was the Dragon Quest XI announcement that they did, where we're getting Dragon Quest XI on the Switch, but we're also getting the 2D version of it, where we were pretty sure we were going to get the American uh, English 3D version that we have on PC and PS4. But the Japanese 3DS got a Dragon Quest XI that had a 3D version and a 2D version with it. And that had additional content that they never localized into English. So with Dragon Quest XI-S, I had to think for a second on exactly how it was put. It's called the Definitive Edition. Uh, they are putting all of those together. They're kind of combining what they had done in um, in the 3DS version and in the, uh, the, the normal console version. Now, one of the things that they're doing is putting in the, the 2D map version like everything looks like it's 16-bit rpg like it looks beautiful to me and I, and i mean dragon quest 11 y'all have heard me talk about it be very very pretty like it is one of the prettiest games i've seen in years but i really am excited to play it in this classic this, this just classic super nintendo style of dragon quest where your characters follow you around in a little train like I, i'm really super excited for this I know that Austin is really excited for it, that if you haven't gone to the uh, Austin's Dragon Quest Quest blog on the Geek to Geek Media site, that you really should. He goes through an awful lot of Dragon Quest stuff as he's playing through all of this year, but most recently this week he put out a blog on what he was expecting out of Dragon Quest XI-S and what actually got announced and what we're still kind of hoping. So it's going to be really cool to see how all of that comes out, but... My main thing is that we're getting the 2DS version, well not 2DS, the 2D version from the 3DS, and we're finally going to get to play that. They're giving you marriage options and stuff like that that are quality of life improvements, but it's going to be really, really exciting to get the uh, the 2D version more than anything else. 
I'm about 22 hours in on the PC version, and I'm basically just stopping, and I'm waiting on the Switch version. I'm just going to replay through what I've done and and push forward in that, because I've always said, Void and I have talked about it before, that if there is ever an option to play it on the Switch, we kind of want that, and if there's not an option uh, to play it on the Switch that we wish there were. So while I'm still not finished with it, I'm not too terribly far into an RPG like this where I know people are investing 60 to 100 hours, I'm just going to restart it, power through what I already know how to get through, and the story I know, skip cutscenes, that kind of thing, and get there on the Switch because it's fantastic. You know, next they announced there was Super Mario Maker 2, I don't honestly have a whole lot to say about this one. Um, I never really got into the first one. That it's fun, it's really good, but but y'all know that I'm not a builder. That I love the idea of these creation games, the these sandboxes where I can just build and make my own stuff. And I just don't have any desire to do that. I will probably get this. I will at least game fly it to see what kind of levels everybody makes but it's something that I'm not crazy looking forward to or anything. But I'm also really excited if they put in something like a Yoshi's Island palette that you could do so we could get some new Yoshi's Island levels because that's that's just awesome. And speaking of Yoshi, we're getting Yoshi's Crafted World. And y'all, I am so excited about this. I didn't think I was this excited for it, but when they released the demo the same day of the Direct, It just blew me away that my wife and I have been playing it. It's just one level that you can go back and do a few things in, but it is a really, really good game. I think that if the game advances the way that it looks like it's going to, not only is it one of the prettiest games that they've had on the Switch, it's also one of the most unique gameplay-wise because it doesn't play like a a typical platformer it doesn't play like a 3d platformer it's just weird and i think that's fantastic it might play like yoshi's woolly world but i have not played that one that was during that era of the wii u that i didn't have it and i just haven't gone back to play it i really want to i love the yoshi games so I'm really excited to to dig in on this one uh, more than anything else. I'm really hoping that we get more crocheted Amiibos uh, and felt Amiibos from this. That I'm not so much an Amiibo collector, but I would totally drop 15 bucks on a little plush Yoshi to keep on my desk. That That's awesome. Like, I cannot wait for this. It's going to be 60 bucks, and I kind of hate that. And I haven't pre-ordered it yet mainly because I want a physical copy of it, and sometimes they do bundles that they haven't announced yet, and I might see if there's some sort of Yoshi's Crafted World bundle to get the game and an amiibo together, something like that. Like it'll, It's going to be cool, and it's really fun. If you haven't downloaded the demo of this one yet, go do it. It, 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 is, it is great. I don't even know how else to put it, but y'all, you will really, really like that one. They also announced this game called Astral Chain, and I don't I don't know if they had said anything about this much before. Like, I'd never heard of it. I haven't heard anybody else talk about it before this, but uh, so if it was in development and we knew about it, it never crossed my radar. But this game looks fantastic, y'all. It looks magnificent. It's a cyberpunk adventure game, and we're not 100% sure if it's an RPG. The website says that it looks that it's a combination of, of where reality meets anime, but it is so gorgeous. It is like PS4 graphics on the Switch, and I don't know how they've done it. I don't know what they what what it's about, and I have absolutely no idea. 
as to how the gameplay, if it's like a Devil May Cry action game, if it's a, an action RPG, I just, I don't know, but I know that this will probably be a day one purchase for me because I have rarely seen a game that looks that beautiful and wonderful that, uh, that I've never heard of that's gotten me this excited. So I figure you guys are excited about Astral Chain 2 if you're the kind of role-playing game person that I am because the moment that it started playing... It reminded me of a new Final Fantasy, and I thought we were getting like a Final Fantasy 16 kind of of announcement for something uh, that they were taking this time to do it, but apparently not. But Astral Chain is probably going to be better given Square Enix's uh, reputation lately. You know, speaking of though, there is Final Fantasy 9 is now on the Switch. It's the HD remake that they did, or HD remaster that they redid on the PS4 and PC and mobile. But they're also putting out Final Fantasy VII soon, so that one's coming out at the end of March, and I'm sure that one will hit number one on the on the shelf, like on the eShop, in no trouble at all, with no trouble. But uh, I highly suggest you guys grab Nine right now. Um, the only reason I have not grabbed Nine is because I'm in the middle of so many other RPGs that I've set my mind on. I'm going to get in and play my favorite Final Fantasy game on the Switch. Uh, it's just too perfect to pass up. It's just I'm waiting until I get a, a hole in my RPG schedule to do so. Um, I've heard good things about this one. I've seen some people online complain that it's a, a buggy version where the audio is off, but I've also heard people say it's absolutely perfect. and Well, perfect as, as you know these remasters get. But it's a it's good. They didn't have any problems like that with it. So um, I I I I'm gonna get it. It's gonna be fantastic. I'm gonna end up getting the seven remaster too. Uh, I haven't played through it in a long time, and I just think that it is overhyped. I love the game. I think it is incredibly important. But I think there are better Final Fantasy games, uh, which is the only knock I have to it. Is it gets so much credit for being this this amazing uh transcendent experience and it was when it came out and it's still very good like it's still awesome but i think that it's been uh, lifted up and by nostalgia for a lot of us and uh i think that like nine is a straight up better game um and i'm still waiting y'all for a final fantasy eight remaster I don't know why they keep putting it off. It's the only one. Like, I was really hoping when they announced 7 and 9 that we were finally going to get to see the HD 8. But no, of course not. Of course we don't get that one. That would not happen. You know, we're getting Deltarune. I've never played Undertale, but I've already got Deltarune downloaded because uh, I've heard too many good things about it. Chapter 1 of Deltarune, uh, the sequel to, to Undertale, is coming out on Switch, and you can preload it now because the first... The first chapter of it's free, so go ahead, preload it, make sure that you uh, get ready for it to come out, because it is a JRPG that, well, an RPG, I shouldn't say necessarily a JRPG, but an RPG where you never have to kill anything. Void and I were talking about this a few shows ago, whenever it was that we were able to talk to one another on here, and uh, it just sounds really cool, so I'm I'm all in day one on Deltarune. They announced Mortal Kombat 11, which I I am glad that it's coming out for the people who love it. Um, it looks really cool, and honestly, I'm considering game flying this whenever it releases, um, so I can play it because I haven't played a Mortal Kombat game, a new Mortal Kombat game, since I think Mortal Kombat 4, 
Like it's they're on eleven now, and I feel like I should probably at least touch the series at some point just to know where it's at right now. Um, other you know, moving forward, they've put in a special episode for Captain Toad's uh, treasure tracker. That one is really fun. I've played the demo of it. It's almost made me want to grab it uh, for the special episode. But the thing about this one is really neat. They're putting out, this is a remaster, well, a port more than a remaster even, of a Wii U game of Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker. And this one uh, is getting a special episode, getting DLC for it, that the Wii U version is not. So they're creating new content for a Switch version of a Wii U game. And this is kind of new for this. I mean, they've given new modes and all of this stuff for new Super Mario Brothers U, uh, their, their Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. They're putting new things in these games to, ma- you know, make it worth the port and for people to pick it up. But this is the first time, as far as I'm aware, that they're doing new content for an older game that you can't get on the older system. Now, this is interesting for a couple of reasons. One, because they're, you know, continuing to support an older game on a new platform, which is just awesome. But also, the people who have the old game still have a Wii U hooked up, that kind of thing. And they they paid full price for it. They bought it. They loved it. They did whatever. They don't get access to this new content. So they're going to have to buy a new game plus the DLC, which I think you can get total right now for about $45 on the eShop. But it's still, I've seen a lot of irritation about that, and I totally get it, that if you already own this game, that you were one of the people who bought it and and thought that it was worth getting and worth making it to the port to the Switch, that uh, they don't get the content that they're creating. So I really do see that, because, uh, I mean, games like uh, Breath of the Wild on both platforms, they both got that kind of content, and it didn't favor one platform or the other. There, we're finally, finally, finally getting Bloodstained. We're going to uh, get the real one, the 3D one, the one that was actually kickstarted. I know that there are a lot of people out there who played the, the uh, I don't even want to say prequel. It was a, a retro-inspired Bloodstained that came out on Switch and a lot of other platforms last year. Uh, it was the only Castlevania game that Void said he had ever beaten. Uh, I know Capsule J streamed going through it, and it's cheap, it's fantastic, it's probably about 6 or $7 in most places, most times, and you should totally check it out. Um, but the real game, the full game, that that they that was supposed to be kind of uh, uh, the creator of Castlevania and Symphony of the Night, the, this follow-up to it, is finally getting released this year. If they showed it off, it's beautiful. It is exactly what I was hoping for out of this game Um, I hate it that I missed the Kickstarter on this one. Like, I didn't get to throw any money at it to get any kind of early bonuses. Uh, I just didn't see the the project. But as soon as I heard about it, I've been excited about this. So I cannot wait for this to come out. If that one's not a day one release, uh, like day one purchase, it's going to be a very soon after purchase because y'all know I love Metroidvania games. Uh, y'all know that uh, that I'm crazy about that kind of platformer. And having one made by the Symphony of the Night guy, I'm, I'm okay. They're doing a Rune Factory 4 special edition, and I had to get people to tell me what Rune Factory was. It looks cool. I've been told uh, this was one that just kind of uh, passed me by that I didn't know about, but people are crazy excited about. 
it's kind of like Ever Oasis and Harvest Moon, uh, where you are adventuring and building up a town, uh, where you're not necessarily just doing the Stardew Valley, Harvest Moon kind of farming, uh, settlement building, but you're doing more of the uh, Zelda-style dungeon crawling and adventuring as well. So I'm I'm excited about this one coming out um, because I'll get to play it. I'll get to see what that series is like. And even though the development company closed down, from what I've read, they're including uh, they're introducing a Rune Factory Five as being in development. So that was that was super cool. I've seen so many fans excited about that that it just makes me happy. Y'all know how happy I get when other people are excited about something. So just to see the, the happiness from people when they said, there's a new Rune Factory game coming out, and there's a remaster, it's going to be great, that it just, it just warms my heart. And because of that love and adoration, it makes me want to try it. So I'm going to be spending a lot of money this year on Switch, if uh, you guys haven't uh, realized that yet. They have... Also put out a new Tetris game. I expect all of you guys to have tried the new Tetris Battle Royale. Um, I am very cynical about Battle Royale games. I just really don't like that genre. I've, I've tried Realm Royale. I've tried PUBG. I've tried Fortnite. And and so, I don't honestly know which others I've tried. Um, but I if I've tried any others. But th- those three, at least, I know are not for me. I just don't like that genre. That feels, I don't know. But Tetris 99 is a free-to-play uh, Battle Royale Tetris game. It's very good. You and 98 other people are playing Tetris against each other, and you are trying to fill up the other people's screens and be the last one to actually still be playing Tetris. It has the music, the feel, everything about this is pure Tetris. I did not realize how terrible at Tetris I was until this, but the highest I've been able to rank so far is 35 out of 99, and I'm sure some of you guys have gotten higher. Uh, That was only one time. I think it was a fluke because I tend to be in the 60s in most other games that I play of it, but it's really, really fun. It's made me want to go dig my Game Boy out and play the original Tetris on it because I spent so many hours playing this black and white Tetris. I mean, it was on the original Game Boy, so this green and yellow and brown Tetris. And this one has that music. This one has that feel of just sitting down with a handheld playing Tetris. It doesn't matter that I can get put out in the in the first part of it and start another one because there are so many people playing it, especially right now, that you will not have to wait on a game for more than 30 seconds or so. I've never had a wait longer than 30 seconds. So it's it's just really cool. It plays like Tetris, and you should play it. I've not played Tetris Effect. I heard good things about that one. So if you're a fan like that, if that was something that, that really you got into... You owe it to yourself to play Tetris 99. Like, it is it is really, really good. And, you know, talking about Game Boy, they have announced The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. And when they first played this trailer, I didn't recognize it as Link's Awakening. Now, Link's Awakening on the original Game Boy was one of my all-time favorite Zelda games. I know that when Void went back and played through it this past time he went and did all of the Zelda games, that it was a little irksome for him. To have to go screen by screen by screen by screen by screen because it was you didn't have anything other than just that kind of four by three square that you could go into uh, and move around in and just move from one to the other. Well, the trailer for Link's Awakening here is 
uh, showing that they're not doing that, but they've remastered it and used it. They, they did it in a toy style that looks like a chibi style, kind of a plastic toy vibe. It looks like if The Legend of Zelda invaded the island of misfit toys, this is the game that you would get if that happened. And it's great. I've seen a lot of people online talking about the music being different, and I'm really hoping after after listening to their arguments, uh, talking to them about it, and listening to the music from the old game, that I really hope they include a, I don't even want to say an 8-bit, was the Game Boy a 4-bit system? I, I don't think it's a 2-bit system. Oh, you little 2-bit. Uh, but no, it's it's the music. I really hope there is an original music setting for Link's Awakening. Um, but I thought it was going to be the Wind Waker again. When they announced this, they started the, the trailer and it was showing waves and I figured it was Zelda and just because of the way that the, the music was going and actually there was no music. That's actually why I thought it was Zelda because the initial one was just waves bashing around. It was a cartoon. So I was like, oh, they're going to do a new Wind Waker, uh, not movie, a new Wind Waker game, either a sequel or some sort of new remaster. And I'm so glad they didn't. Because this is, I like The Wind Waker, it's very good, but this is the Zelda that I have so many memories of. For so many years, this was my favorite Zelda. This was my favorite Zelda until I played Ocarina of Time. This game was one that I played pretty much every every year, at least every summer break when when I was a kid. That I would go back and I would play this game, Link's Awakening, on my Game Boy. Um, I found my cartridge of it actually by accident a couple of days ago, and I still have two of my save games on it. There is one open save game on there, and I am so totally going to put this in uh, my SP or one of my old DSs. Hopefully, if I can get my old Game Boy, I'll be able to do that. I just have to dig it out of storage, but I'm going to play this game. I'm going to go through, and uh, I've already gone back on some of those old save games and just played it because it's good. It's a really good Zelda game. So I'm so, so happy that they're finally giving it the remaster that it deserves and that they're going to introduce this to, honestly, a, a whole new generation of Legend of Zelda players because there, there are a lot of people who are brought in by the Breath of the Wild. And it is a magnificent game. If you guys haven't played it, please do yourselves a favor and just stop listening to me right now and go play Breath of the Wild. But if, you know, whatever you do, if you've played it, you like it, whatever it is, they're going to have Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening available for people to play again. And, and it's that's magnificent because it's an old school Zelda game. It's an old style, old school style Zelda game where it's not 3D. It's going to be, you know, the three quarters isometric view and the, 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 the toy look just just seems magnificent. It's going to be interesting if they tweaked any kind of gameplay for it. Because they're, this one's a weird game. Like, this one has all sorts of... of it's, it's about dreaming and the dreamer and waking up, that kind of thing. And they've done all sorts of cool stuff within the game to, to play with that. So I'm wondering what kind of new tricks that they, they're putting in on this one. Like, the old one had telephones that, uh, that you were calling with. And, um, like, they had Goombas from Mario in it. They showed those in the trailer of this one. And there are 2D side-scrolling uh, elements to this. And I'm really, really curious on what cool stuff they're not even going to bother telling us about and just putting in there and letting us dis discover it. Because that was that was such a, a magnificent part of Breath of the Wild 
that if they're even continuing with a small amount of that kind of exploration and, and just wonder in this remaster of Link's Awakening, then I I cannot I can't tell you how excited I am. There's a little bit of of contention online that I've seen from fans about this one's price point that uh, we don't know exactly what it's going to be. I'm assuming it's going to be $59.99 like pretty much every other major Nintendo release is. I mean, all the ports have been $59, but uh, about whether this one's worth it. And I'm like, why would this not be worth it? It's a full new Zelda game that we're getting uh, for the Switch. It's going to be fantastic. And I'll pay $60 for it. I'm going to pay $60 for this day one. Like, I'm going to have this thing pre-ordered the moment I find out whether or not they're going to have a collector's edition. Um, it's um, That's the only thing I'm waiting on, is so I don't have to worry about uh, going in and canceling and doing all of that. But I'm so excited about this one. Link's Awakening is such a good game. And if you haven't played it, if you have not played... The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, or The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening DX. You really, really should. They're available out there. You can actually get a copy of it on eBay fairly cheap if you still have anything that that plays um, any kind of Game Boy games. If you have a DS, that actually still plays the original Game Boy games. The, uh, the Game Boy SP, a lot of you guys have. Whatever it is, y'all need to play this game. It's very good. Even the old one is still very good. I mean, that's all that we've got to play right now. So I'm super excited about this, if you guys can't tell. But more than anything else, the, what the Nintendo Direct did this week was get me super excited about Dragon Quest XI again, which is crazy because I'm already excited about it if you listen to mine and Austin's episode a couple of weeks back. And I'm super excited about Zelda. That that all the stuff that they did, like they have announced so many things. There are... are there's dozens of stuff that they announced dozens of titles they announced and and talked about in the direct but they they really knocked it out of the park with those two i think the other last two things that i really want to go over for uh the nintendo direct was they announced that joker from persona 5 is going to be in super smash brothers which you know y'all i'm not i'm not a smash brothers player but i'm really excited to see him in that because i'm hoping that means that we're going to get a Persona 5 on Switch someday. And while I'm playing it on PS4 right now, and it is absolutely one of the best RPGs I've ever played, um, and I have no desire to restart this one and go through uh, go through where I am uh, with all the stuff I've already done, I'm really excited to see what kind of extra stuff they put in that might get me whenever I'm ready to do the new game. Plus, I would just start a regular old new game. Um, also... That all they they may be pulling it because there is a Persona Q2 that is being released on the 3DS this summer. Um, I think it's June 2nd, maybe maybe July 2nd. I don't remember, but but you can get it now, uh, pre-order now, and it has Joker in it. It's based around Persona 5. So the original Persona Q was based around the Persona 3 protagonist and the Persona 4 protagonist, and you can play on either side of that through the game. And I actually like the Persona 4 side of that better because I'm not really familiar with Persona 3 and I'm a little bit more with, with 4. And so I like it a lot. But Persona Q2 is based on the characters from Persona 5. So the main character you're controlling is going to be um, is going to be Joker. And so what that may be where they're pulling him into Smash Brothers from. There may not be a Persona 5 uh, Crimson coming out. I hope there is, 
but uh, there is a Nintendo property that has Joker in it already. Well, a uh, property on a Nintendo console that has Joker in it already. So there is that. So take that for what you will. Um, guys, I really do appreciate you listening to me ramble for a little while about the Nintendo Direct. I'm really excited about this one. I think that we got uh, we got some really, really good stuff. And you have to think, they didn't announce Pokemon. They didn't announce the uh, Generation 8. They, they, it's just, it's just crazy the amount of, of stuff we got and that we still have to look forward to. Um, this has gotten me really excited about Nintendo. This has gotten me really excited to be a part of those Nintendo communities online. And, uh, I am, I'm having a blast talking to everybody about it on Twitter and, uh, different places. So, so it's great. Um, remember, if you guys would like to contact us, our email address is geek2geekcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on Reddit at reddit.com slash r slash geek2geekcast. If you would like to hang out with us and talk to us uh, through chat, you can do that on Slack or Discord. And we have links to that on geek2geekmedia.com. Uh, you can also check out all of our blogs and you can check out all of our network podcasts and shows and blogs uh, on geek2geekmedia.com as well. Um, if you want to say anything to me, you can find me at, at Professor Beach on Twitter. And I am now blogging on the geek to geek Media site at Geek2GeekMedia.com slash Professor Beach. Uh, I will see you guys next time, and bye!